Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 129. <laughs> okay, there's a little dog in here. Uh, <laughs> I am Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, we do. And the off-road Andy. Yeah, I got hit by a little knee lick right now. Yeah, and little dog Brady's in here. Yeah, let's clarify there's dogs in here. It wasn't for Multiple me. dogs. Uh, so, I don't know if I said it or not, this is the Tony's Take Podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and uh, check out our sports podcast. You're going to like that one. Uh, Will Smith, Death by Horse. But uh, we have a lot of entertainment stuff to cover today. Andy, I want you to lead us off with uh, some news regarding, uh, he's been in the news a lot lately, Jeff Epstein. Yeah, I'm sure. He done everyone, killed himself. Yeah, I'm sure everyone got a little background Quote on this already. Um, the guy was a sex trafficker. Every, people have known he's been up to some weird shit for decades. He's, you know, got uncomfortable relationships with uh, rich people. Um, well, he was in jail. He was awaiting trial, I believe. He was part of a greater investigation. And it was reported he tried to kill himself, I, I think, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously, this is a guy who's facing the rest of his life in jail. Well, he's 66. Yeah, but you still don't. I understand. There's probably a lot of people who are that age who don't want to. Oh, yeah. You know you're going to be in jail for the rest of your life. Why even bother? Um, and then it came out this last Saturday morning that uh, he did successfully kill himself. Yeah, I guess by apparent hanging in jail. With his bed sheet. And since this was such a you know a big deal, anyways, there's a lot of the whole thing was already a conspiracy, a yeah, real yeah. conspiracy. So now his death just. You know, fan the flames of greater conspiracies. So it it just looks like something. If you are someone who's likely to believe in, you know, the government being corrupt and there being, you know, greater forces than even the government, you're going to think what happened here. Something something shady happened anyways. But like what? How far does this go? That kind of stuff. So, yeah. And let me ask you this, Andy. It says on there, it's like, well, it's routine for. And first off, they're saying this prison was uh, understaffed. All that dumb shit. But uh, he didn't have a cellmate. They uh, took this guy out and didn't replace him, which I guess I think is against protocol. would have been dangerous to give him a cellmate, though. No, I he, but he had one. Oh. Uh, I guess it's like a buddy-buddy system. I, I don't know how this works. Like you're in there with another sex trafficker? I, maybe. Yeah. Um, you think the cellmate would have tried to stop him from? I don't know. Uh, I mean, the other thing. But that was that was my not my main point, though. The other thing was they didn't check on him every half hour, which is routine when someone's going to kill themselves because it, everyone knows it takes 31 minutes to kill themselves. What the fuck? 30 minutes? Every 30 minutes? Okay, so here's the problem with all this stuff is there's a lot of things like this being reported. Don't we have cameras? Well, we don't we don't well that's one of the other things that's being reported is oh, there are cameras. There weren't cameras in the cells, but there are cameras, you know, in the halls, but this camera was malfunctioning and there's actually no there's no solid reporting that that's that's true at all. That 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 whole thing. Oh, the camera mysteriously was malfunctioning. Some final destination. So basically, shit, huh? People His are number just, got called. Well, I'm just saying people are saying anything they can, and until there's the problem is until there's like a real report. But once there is a real report, then people will just say, yeah, that's what they want you to believe. Well, yeah, no so one believes is, anything anymore if it's reported on TV. We're never gonna Luckily actually. The pod, that's where they believe it. Let's just say we're never gonna know if this was. 
a hit by the government or some other group or something, we're never actually going to get proof of it. Yeah. And even if we have proof that it's not, no one's going to believe that it is. Yeah, everyone, everyone will always want to believe everything. So. I mean, what they want to believe. I mean, look at us decades later, and it's like still one of the biggest conspiracies that people really don't ever believe is who really shot John F. Kennedy. Yeah, there's that. Like We've that. got. There's a movie coming out next month about Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. It's one of the great conspiracies. Finally, and that's there. another one where no one knows who really, how he died yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they even know where he is. Or where he is. So so I like to think that, you know, what happened is what is most obvious. And that, that depends on who you are, but like, what's, say, what's the simplest ex- explanation? What's and, the most reasonable? And the thing is, is it really, if you really do look at, I mean, you always, I feel like, I mean, not all things, but some things you want to look at both sides and it's like obviously they're saying he killed himself it's like that does make sense because like we just said he's 66 years old he knew what he was going through and i almost feel like maybe it was one of those things because i know he was close with trump and clinton or whatever and whatnot and maybe he just got to the point where it's like yeah i don't want to i want to not talk you know i don't want to stand in front of a jury or in front of all these people knowing i did all this evil stuff and i don't want to go through it i'm almost 70 i'm not gonna spend the rest of my life in jail or go through all that shaming and stuff i fucked up and it's Better off without me on this planet and off himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without without them getting info from him, he probably felt pride, knowing, hey, yeah, maybe I maybe he does know some stuff that we were some people were hoping to get out of this trial or anything like that. But he probably went out saying that I ain't no rat. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of evidence that point towards like him killing himself is what he wanted to do. Yeah, and so I think is it is it more likely that there's some grand conspiracy where people paid off cops to get this done or that's, that it, cops just don't give a shit. It certainly points to so, that, but yeah, you could but be you right. Also who, say, who really cares? And do you realize how fucked up our prison system is already? Like they're, they're not actually trying to keep people from killing themselves. It happens all the time in prison. But and see, he, everyone sees those movies. And well, he'll, he'll, here's the other thing though. And I do believe that's true. It all, always depends on the cops. Every cop's different. Yeah. They're all wearing a uniform, but there's obviously crooked ones out there. There's good ones. There's, Blah blah, but beside all that too, I think the one thing that a lot of people, that a lot of cops, they'll tell you, and a lot of like uh, even jailmates or whatever prisoners, they'll tell you the one thing that they all hate the most is like child trafficking stuff like that, yeah, and sex definitely. trafficking with child. That's the one where a lot of times cops will look the other way with that kind of stuff. And sure, this guy was a big name, but you look at him and you you actually see it face to face, like this piece of scum that was just. You know, that someone actually could do that stuff and enjoy doing it. And it's like, you don't mind seeing him get his ass kicked or do this and that. You know, he wanted to go kill himself, but it's true. It's like, hey, who's to say? I mean, yeah, I don't know. If a cop did look the other way and didn't give a shit, like if he was on duty and said, hey, this guy's like on suicide watch and you find out who he is, if you're like, good, like I want him to kill himself type thing. And then you just don't really pay attention to him. He's worth $2 billion? I thought he's worth nothing is what was reported. Oh. That, like, maybe at some point, but, like, at this point, no, he's not. Like, oh. I mean, he has that island and stuff like that, and who really we knows? We have and, an island. We have a yeah, tiny island. Yeah, people have debt and all that stuff. Because uh, so. I was going to say, what would happen with that money? But if he has nothing, that sucks. Well, if he does have Should stuff... go to the victims, right? Yeah, right now, there's still a civil suit, and the victims are entitled to damages. So Who are the victims? Are they, like, really, like, 10-year-old girls or, like... Yeah, I literally I mean, know nothing them, about yeah, this. I, I, I mean, they got to be older now, obviously. I mean... I don't yeah, know how current up he was doing this still. Yeah, I, I know some stories of, you know, the girls were 15 or something, and some of them, the girls were of age. It's not... That wasn't exclusively child sex trafficking. It was just... Yeah, it was. It was that stuff in general, you know, getting people... 
bring people to the island so they can fuck whoever and that kind of stuff. But hmm. I mean, I'm not an expert on this case at all. Yeah, I actually didn't. Yeah, even I know don't who know much about it until Saturday, to be honest. Yeah. I'd seen his name in the news a couple well, of times. Because it's, it's a big story. I mean, all the, there's a lot of weird conspiracies on the internet about basically involving Clintons, because people love that shit. And we'll talk about the Clintons later in the show. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, one of the big things last year was, remember Pizzagate? Or that was like two years ago? Pizzagate? That was a conspiracy. And what, it, the pizza it, was cold? No, that there was some pizzeria in Washington, D.C. that there was this conspiracy that they were running a child sex trafficking ring out of the basement of a pizza restaurant. I'll take some a pizza pepperonis and a 10-year-old, please. A pizza restaurant that did not have a basement. And the problem in, in the problem what? with this shit is is Twitter, like, you know, this stuff goes viral. Look at you. So, you recently got no, on Twitter, no, no, I've known about this for a while. because no, was but like you two years recently ago. got on Twitter yourself. Yeah, so I'm going to start some As Tony's take. Um, but some guy actually went there with a gun. He was going to go... That bre- kind of sounds He was going to go break up the ring, and they're like, no, this is a pizza place. Like, Damn it, sir. We have a small, about? medium, or large. Yeah. <laughs> we can give you garlic knots, but that's about it. So, I mean, you've seen what happens, what's happened recently. Like, there's people with guns who get angry about shit. Don't feed them yeah. lies about. I think, I think the guy thought he was uh, Denzel Washington in Man on Fire or something. <laughs> yeah. And. Good movie. But yeah, so that's, those are two subjects that they love to have conspiracies about. And I don't know. I don't know what the connection with. Clintons are other than Bill Clinton has been on his jet or something, but they said like Alec Baldwin's been on his jet, and maybe they're both horrible people who are wrecking ball has been on his jet. (laughs) Maybe they're both people who used his services, and you know they both deserve to go down for that. But like I don't know, I (laughs) it's not very likely. Have you seen Bill Clinton? He He looks. I think he died like eight years ago. He looks (laughs) feeble. I don't think he's ordering hits. Well, he's definitely not performing anything like that. He he could maybe order one. Uh, he's definitely not playing a saxophone anymore, right? Uh, I think he has the wind or the the lung capacity to create the sound of a saxophone. I'd like to hear you do your uh, Bill Clinton voice. No, I don't think I have one. I don't think uh, I've ever done one. Don't uh, lie. The Simpsons have done one. Yeah, they've done a good one. Uh, well, yep. There you go. We do have some other death news. Um, Andy, you're going to have to take the lead on this because I'm sorry, but I don't know who David Berman is. So David Berman is a musician. Um, his band from the 90s was called the Silver Jews. What? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's offensive. And I wasn't... Well, not the golden ones. You know, I didn't really wasn't really into them, but I knew them because a couple of the, the guys from that band were in a band called Pavement that I really love. Another 90s like indie band. But uh, the Silver Jews had been inactive for over a decade. But uh, their frontman, David Berman, came back to music just r- recently um, with a band called Purple Mountains. That's his, That was his new project. And they just released um, their album. And then just this last week, David Berman uh, killed himself. And, you know, if you looked at the uh, the Purple Mountains album... It's kind of clear that I, I just I hadn't even listened to it by the uh, time I heard this news, and I was like, "Guys, I saw this. Like, wait, what? That's the guy?" Because I'd read an article about him and his return to music, and so I went and checked out a song from the album. Like, oh, that's good. I'm gonna go check out the full album, and then looking at the track listing of the album, you're like, "Oh, 
Wow. So here's here's the beginning. Here's the first song. That's just the way that I feel. Second song, all my happiness is gone. Third song, darkness and cold. There's a little bit of a theme going. There's a trend there, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, it's crazy. It's hard. It's a lot of these musicians, it feels like, too, or the, a lot of the... F- Musicians that, you know, they go through their lives and a lot of them, they do give their signs and their music of how they really feel. But, you know, as fans, a lot of times we just listen to them as, oh, that's just lyrics and stuff. Yeah, but there's, a, there's a lot of bands A lot of these guys, it really songs. is in their messages and stuff. And uh, they uh, it just, just seems like it's a lot of these front men. You know, you got him now. There's uh, obviously the Linkin Park, the Kurt Cobain. Uh, I know there's a few others. I saw who which which band was it was Silver Sun Pickups who did I see that killed Stone himself? Temple Pilots Stone yeah. Temple Pilots killed himself like a he didn't month kill later I think he just died drugs yeah so if you want to call that um, um and this has not even really been reported as a suicide but they're saying it yeah it was so you know if if the wedding singer had done so you know at that point in the movie it would have been a really bad movie a really sad movie. But he didn't, and then his life got great. He met, he made things work with Drew Barrymore, and yeah, he had a, a moment where he was, you know, writing "Don't Kill Himself" songs. But it got better. Yeah, um, so, well, I'm lost already. No, oh, <laughs> uh, a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of dark music in the people don't kill themselves. So that's why I think you you don't. Look at an album, you're like, oh, that's pretty dark. Yeah, I mean, worried. you wouldn't until this happens. Yeah, so the unfortunate thing, and it shouldn't take anything away. I think it'd be kind of disgusting in a way to say well, this makes it his that album better or something, but it also shouldn't take it away. It is. It'll just it bring good. more viewers and listeners to it because it's yeah that kind of a news story. Versus, had he been alive, no one. I would never. We wouldn't have been talking about it. We wouldn't have known. No, this I name. wouldn't have brought up some. Oh, uh, this weird indie album I just discovered. That's not what we talk about here. Yeah, but um, that's our other podcast. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, I think it's interesting that, like, normally I would say with suicide, like, yeah, don't do it. And that's some, if anyone's listening, that kind of stuff. Don't realize that people, even who, whoever you are, people do care about you. But with this, in this case, it's like. It seems like this was well thought out. This is what he wanted to do. And sometimes you're like, well, this is what he wanted. It might be sad. I'm sure it's... Last hurrah. Yeah, I'm sure there's people who are devastated by this. But it's like... Yeah, no, it's definitely a bummer. Like, who am I to tell him you shouldn't have done it? No. Okay, well, we have one more like downer thing before we. <laughs> this is a we really, do have some good news in this a really pod down too. Podcast, yeah. two suicides so far we've opened up with. Um, all right, well, this one goes over to uh, New Orleans. You ever been to New Orleans either, you guys? No, nope. I have not. Mm, marvelous place, a little stinky, but fun. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, Andy Dick was there doing his little uh, comedy musical deal with a guitarist and whatnot. And he was uh, walking out of a club Friday night, late Friday night, and uh, some guy just walks up to him and punches him in the back of the head, haymaker style. He goes down. You guys saw the video. I'm moving my desk. Uh, You guys saw the video. He goes down. He hits his head on the way down as well. He's out cold for about 15 minutes. Initial reports I uh, first saw this morning. Today's Tuesday, so a couple days in. 
was that he was potentially brain dead. Uh, now we're seeing that's not gonna, doesn't look like that's the case. Uh, I think we even saw that he is awake, right? And he's yeah, I think it said it was released. It's released, and released. he's already back in L.A. That's so there you go. So he's out of New Orleans. But uh, there's a video online, as there always is, unless it's Jeff Epstein. Uh, <laughs> and my God, this guy literally, for no reason, it seems like, just punches him in the back of the head and then just walks on. Now, luckily, people went and tried to flag him down, but it seems like as if he still got away. And uh, Well, yeah, on that video, you see him turn the corner. I imagine he casually walked away, and I imagine the moment he turned that corner, he booked it somewhere. Yeah. Or he had like some alley or some place to go and hide out before he got into some vehicle and took off. But so was there, has Andy Dick done anything recently to make people upset to have hit him? I don't, uh, I mean, he's always weird, but I don't but know. I mean, how, did someone just hate the show that much? I mean, what even is the People hate here? him. He, he had some trouble with the Me Too stuff where, you know, he's very like in your face and touchy is the problem. And he's gotten in trouble for touching people, and people are like, I don't want you to Actually, touch me. He gave a blowjob class in a movie. Yeah, he did. That also reminds me, I think my, uh, if I remember correctly, yeah, it was my one of my good friends, his stepbrother, was in some, like, did some filming type stuff, and he's actually met Andy Dick, and yeah, he said it's Andy Dick, like, it was very coming on to him and stuff like that, and... Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone, doesn't even really know what he, what his deal is. Like, he's always like, I don't think he's actually gay, but he's like... I think well, he's definitely into men. Also, I would say I think yeah, it's, if he's he not fully gay, be, he's, but he's. I think he just loves it from anyone. Then yeah. type thing. Like I think he's just got ten times the amount of sexual excitement than maybe the average person. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> and he just wants to fuck it all. So one very famous thing about him is that he gave drugs to Phil Hartman's wife, who then later killed herself and killed Phil Hartman. And John Lovitz like punched him in the face over it. Wow. So well, do we think those drugs were the reason why she did that? She yeah, she got hooked on drugs again, partying with him. So, and Phil Hartman, as we all know, is Troy McClure. Yeah. Yep. She killed him just regular way, right? Or I thought she, she cut Shot off his him? dick. Okay, regular way. Well, I mean, like I don't know why I thought <laughs> this is like, getting dark again. But I but, thought like he's not the one who she like cut off his dick, did she? That's a different thing. That guy is alive. Well, his dick's not. <laughs> no, he got sewed back on. He did porn. Who the fuck are you talking about? You guys about? not know this story. Um, there's so I, many th- stories I was thinking about. kind of the same thing, but I, thought, I don't think that one. Would, I, there's honestly a lot of stories about like. Uh, I think that's just like such a like a nightmare. It's an urban legend of you know. Like, Actually, no, it was a real thing. I follow up. Everything's horror, a real thing, Andy. A horror page on uh, Instagram, and it said that it shows this mugshot of this chick back in like 1850s that cut off her. Husband's penis. Wearing it around her neck like a, a necklace. Yeah. John and Lorena Bobbitt. There you go. It's very famous. That name actually sounds familiar. The last name. 1993. Oh, wow. She cut off his penis. Why? Um, it said he abused her. So, yeah. I didn't know that part of it. So, Phil Hartman, though, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it like she went and like, like they made breakfast or something and then she went back upstairs and... Um... I want to say she like she shot him while he was asleep or something, right? Oh, I actually like, don't know. Steve I know it was style. something with in. Like, I could have sworn bedtime. it was early in the morning, though. I feel like I've read the story and there's like it was like during breakfast time or something. Andy, I'm surprised you don't know. This is your thing. It was in Encino. Yeah, California. Well, it says um, 
he she killed him when he was asleep after they had a fight. He's he was going to leave her because oh. she was addicted to drugs again. Oh, so that wow. is this is Andy. So Andy Dick is the reason why Troy McClure. Maybe that was a big Simpsons fan that hit him. Then could have been a big Troy maybe. McClure fan that hit him. That's all he, starting uh, to make sense now. He had been visiting uh, a Buca de Beppo in Encino with uh, Christine Zander, who was a producer and writer, and she said. Uh, it was a, a good frame in, of mind, and uh, he returned home, and uh, there was a heated argument with her husband. He uh, threatened to leave her if she did uh, didn't uh, if she started using drugs again, and uh, he went to bed and she slept, and she entered the room sometime before three in the morning. Oh wow! So the opposite of what and, I said. And uh, with a thirty-eight caliber handgun, fatally shot him once between the eyes, once in the throat, okay, and once in the upper chest. She was intoxicated and had recently taken cocaine. Yep. So she was on drugs, when she, and then Holy she killed herself. How much longer shit. after? Uh, Quite a while. Upon seeing the body, Douglas called nine one one at six twenty in the morning, and. Uh, Bryn, Brienne, however you say She went to name. a friend's house. She had locked herself in the bedroom and committed suicide by shooting herself in the mouth. Well, you're skipping the part. So she went to her friend's house, told him. He didn't believe her. They went back to the house, and then that's when she killed herself. So, yeah, it was like three and hours then, later. And that guy sitting there with two dead bodies or what? I don't know. Maybe he didn't go. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But also, it's, a, it's Andy, one of the darkest pods we've ever started with. Andy Dick has tried to say, like, no, I did. Like, don't put this on me so well, yeah. like i didn't say you know fucking bad drugs <laughs> yeah, yeah the, i don't know the bathroom light in our uh studio studio keeps turning on by itself this is a little scary uh this if is only were october and both times i've heard so that light it's like a fan light but it's like when you click if it you to click turn it. it on it's not a flick light it's a push in and it makes a little click sound so it's each time, because I had just heard something, and then it was on. Each time, it seems like uh, the light, you can actually hear a little click also. So I don't know if uh, if it just always makes that, if it doesn't have to be pushed when it comes on and it makes that noise, or is there someone else in here with us? You have to push it. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, is that is there a way to have that thing on a timer thing? But I don't know why you would want the bathroom light on like a It 30. shouldn't be. Um, I think what will freak us out here is if it, if it just decides to turn off, off here. Yeah. Or the yeah. toilet Let's flushes. Stop talking about dead people then. Uh, okay, well, let's move Maybe. on. Troy McClure, you're here with us right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are going to... You know what? Uh, let's lighten it up real good, and then we'll uh, continue going. So we've got a truly or two in the room. Uh, I think you guys know this is a truly podcast. Well, we might have one more option on the table coming. Well, uh, actually, yesterday, I believe. It's already out in California. Not everyone knows what truly is. It's a beverage. Truly is like White Claw uh, and if you don't know what that is, it's like Perrier, but with alcohol. Hard seltzer is what they call it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a f- these are particularly 5% yep. with about 100 calories. And about a gram of sugar. Uh, so you guys are familiar with the uh, brand of uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, which has been founded in 1844. Well, we know, know some people who are very familiar with Pabst Blue Ribbon. They order one oh, yeah. every time. I don't think our friends personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a cheaper option at a bar a lot of times. Yes. yes. Uh, it, I, I think it's way better than Budweiser. And, you know, sometimes oh. I'll partake in a little Paps Blue Ribbon. But uh, Well, they've decided to throw their hat in the ring of the seltzer game. I'm but in. No. They uh, said, fuck your 5%. We see it and raise it 3%. They have an 8% 
alcohol. This is just steel reserve. Yeah. I like this. Stronger seltzer is what they call it. And uh, it's only available in a handful of states at this point in time. California? Arizona, California, mm-hmm. Montana, and Texas. They are located Montana sneaking there. <laughs> As of April, or not April, August 12th. So, oh. guys, if you're hearing this pod, that was two days ago. All righty. Was it? We'll have oh, to go I find it. Listen to it tomorrow. Um, I have not looked into it if like Bev Mo has it or Rouse or where. That'll you be can the place because I remember it's so crazy to think that like for these local things here, when you first saw these white claws, like oh you go to Bev Mo they're there, and then all of a sudden they're into Ralphs and stuff, and then it's like oh finally they get into the liquor store. Not only now are they in the liquor store in this local shopping center of ours, they're now in the local bar that we yeah. often visit, and we've had you can the get them at the post there. now in Villa Park, and they are a whopping like six fifty or something. Which doesn't seem that bad to me because I no, mean, if you compare it, I guess, to like other things, yeah. But it's just crazy to think that you know you can get a six pack for eleven Bones Jones, and then now you're paying six fifty for it. Yeah, but you can do everywhere. that with everything. No, I know it is, but it's just crazy to me to think that they're just so young. They're so young. Yeah, I did read this weekend that they've had like five hundred percent growth year over year with this shit. It really has exploded. It's stupid yeah. that I mean this. So we did find out Truly is made by Boston Beer. Which I'm okay with. And White Claw, I think, is made by the people who do Mike's Hard. Mm. So it's kind of what this is, is like, just kind of rebranding. Like, we had Zima's, Smirnoff Ice, Mike's Hard. We've had these things for a while. Yeah, we've been a big fan of Zima. Now by going after, it's really going after the millennial market. It's like, oh, this is, who who have always, you know, been big Perrier people, you know. Now they're they're coming at us with the oh it's hundred calories it's low sugar all this kind of stuff and yep it's really exploded I'm fine with it though I enjoy it yeah I just don't know yeah. if this is gonna work for Paps because I don't know if a lot of millennials want to drink Paps oh, you might you be one me? of the only Andy. grungy millennials love Paps that's who really? brought it back who bought Paps was a hipster from L A oh yeah that's why well, it's, I take it back it's an L A based brand now and that it was like oh it's the old it's it's Milwaukee style you know just blue collar factory people and then no some like hipsters bought it and brought it here my grandfather worked in a factory yeah okay well you, then maybe open. it'll explode yeah i th- i think it's got a chance and it, i mean it so perhaps did well by being like that cheap option like oh five dollar pitchers that kind of so, stuff so yeah what do you think this is going to come in at there's not a price on here three dollars a pop i don't know what do you mean three dollars a pop <laughs> well i got a bar the no, just in general, like Tony said, it's well, twelve like a bucks six pack. Six pack. Can you buy a six pack in one of those, um, like the Dolphin Killers, those old? Oh, the old that Dolphin Killers. <laughs> uh, you don't see those anymore. You really don't. I think because they they ban them. I think, but also, I mean, those things were sometimes difficult to. Like, uh, no, they still make those though like, for like the right. little bottles of like Coke. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. That actually makes sense. You can't make it. But even six like pack. like beer cans have that new one that's like the circle on top of the. I like part that. Of it. It's yeah. protecting the top. Yeah, that's what this uh, belching beaver, which this is my last of that four pack, came in a little four pack with the top on the deal. Um, also, it should have no um, what are they, pull tabs like really old style. Oh, you want to go put a knife into it and then would it be really expensive to do that probably. Yeah, you just had a bar and like oh, I'll get my knife out. Yeah, crocodile Dundee style. Um, but yeah, so more ways to get buzzed than ever. Um, next on deck, and this is literally just a few days too late to be just perfect. Uh, we're always talking about home alone here on the pod and, uh, we're 
actually quite often now talking about Disney Plus, uh, their upcoming streaming service is going to slowly take over the world. And by slowly, I mean when it comes out in November. That's when it happens. Um, they are going to revamp Home Alone. Can you dig it? Are you scared? Is Macaulay coming back? I don't think so. Well, that wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> would he be Home Alone himself and it would just be like, he has a gun now? Well, he could be the dad, Andy, you dick. And then he Uh, leaves. He would never. What? What kind of shitty dad would be if he left his kid alone? Also, do you realize that's home alone, Andy? Nobody does this. Like people are just parents are just way different now. Like there's probably you could probably like hire an Uber babysitter at this point, (laughs) rather than leave. That just reminds me of uh, the babysitter, of course, in a Simpsons episode, one of the early seasons. Like I want to say, like season like two or something or three, when they hire the babysitter killer. Yeah. And they don't know that. And then, like, they're watching on TV, and then it's there she is, and she ties him up, and then somehow ends up getting paid at the end still. Andy, I watched Widows the other night, and that lady is an Uber babysitter. Remember? She just shows up. She gets a, a gig or whatever. Shows up and babysits for uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Well, it's crazy to think, too, when you uh, think back to, like, Mrs. Doubtfire and stuff, how once upon a time it was like you could basically just look through the newspaper for a babysitter. <laughs> Like, times really have changed. Parents don't give a shit about babysitters anymore. Like, that's just something you don't see anymore is Well, now they just bring their kid to the brewery and it's fine. They really do, though. That's the funny thing. That's an episode of ours. Don't bring your kid to the brewery. Golden Road is uh, all ages. Kid and dog friendly. That's why, and I always forget that because whenever I'm always walking through a Golden Road over here by uh, Angel Stadium, I always am thinking like, oh, I got to get my ID out. And then I'm like, oh, no, there's two kids running around aimlessly chasing a chihuahua see but i quote kramer who doesn't like uh he wants an adult dentist office because oh, yeah. when he gets you know plugged with uh morphing or whatever he's like that's when i let the expletives fly <laughs> you shouldn't have to be refraining from saying son of a bitch the light oh, turned my, off the light in the kitchen and the bathroom fine. turned off i know it's fine but I, there would be no reason for a light to be set up where it just Why goes it on, and on, and off, on and off on and off like what is if that mannequin starts rotating yeah. towards me, like <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. Dear God, I have my back to this thing, so I need. What? What was that? What? Is, what? Okay, I think I just saw a reflection in the window from the TV in the other room. I don't know. I, I just, just saw like just a, a blue no thing. I'm yeah. freaked out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree. How are they gonna? So, I mean, is this gonna have to be like you know like 1998? Because well, the point I was making Chicago is suburbs. that no rich white family would leave their kid behind like that in today's day. And they, it was a perfectly reasonable explanation. There was like 40 people in their house. Yeah, but every kid has a cell phone now. No one has that oh, many kids. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. I agree. I don't think this, I don't know how you do this. It's, And I know that, yeah, they've been making like these made for TV bullshit ones. But Disney's not going to do that. Well, I mean, it is decla- it's a made-for-TV movie now. Yeah, it's but gonna they're going to sink release. $40 million into this. I don't know about that. They're not at all, but they're going to spend money on it. There's also just a lot of, like, is violence, like, that kind of, like, cartoon violence work anymore? Like, uh, Home Alone 2, remember he's, like, you see Lost a skeleton? Lost in New York? Are you goddamn kidding me? Yeah, no. Lost in New York's pretty good. They would have died, like, four. That was Fast and Furious levels of amount of death. But the first one, gold. Even this tooth is gold. Yeah. Which one yeah. do you like more? One, for sure. I mean, two is good. It's uh, It's got its moments. Uh, yeah, but I think I agree. It was more of like the second one was definitely the cartoonish type thing where it's like they should have been killed. The, yeah, the uh, the traps. Credit scene. card. 
You got it. Which one has uh, the it guy in it? Is that the first or second one? That's the second one. Yeah. He's like, uh, I'll tell you what. I do like that one, though. That How funny. bad did you guys want that voice recorder? Oh, yeah, as a kid? I that think I got one. so sick. I think did I you remember, really? Yeah, I think so. Like, But I was like, obviously not nearly. It's. I feel bad for kids that didn't get to be kids in the 90s and yeah. experience all those fun toys. Like I always remember like those little like it's alive things where it's like you have your own little like factory of gummy stuff and you bring it. I kind of remember that. Make, oh, the thing like, that was just a, it was like easy bake oven for boys. Yeah. Cause it was like, all like same kind of like mad scientist type thing where yeah. it's like, Oh, it's worms it's a or it's, yeah. yeah. And then Play-Doh obviously was fucking clutch. So, I mean, it Delicious. just, it just <laughs> says it'll be a reimagining of the 1990s Christmas classic. They're also going to redo uh night at the museum. Cheaper by the dozen oh and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So those are like all modern movies. Like a- yeah, I mean the main two. I like Night at the Museum. I also enjoyed that one. Yeah. That has uh, Freddie Mercury himself. Yeah, there's. Wait, I don't really? understand how you can. They're probably just. Oh, I think they're just continuing on. They're not actually remaking it. Yeah, there'll be Night at the Museum four. Yeah, it, I, I they guess need three. Right, it's just a remake of Home Alone. Yeah. I shouldn't say remake of the other things. Yeah, like Ben Stiller will still be the guy. Oh, yeah. Wilson's not doing anything. He could be the cowboy still. Yeah. He, I mean, Robin who, Williams isn't doing... Oh, shit. God damn it, Andy. Take a walk. Go go sit in that bathroom for five mm-hmm. minutes. I mean, don't was, turn the light on yourself. I think they we've, made, already, we've talked about enough suicide. I know if we keep talking oh about God, it, that, I light, about that, part too. that light's going to turn back Andy. on. Because the moment yeah. we started talking about yeah, it's seltzers, bad the ghost was here. like, all right, yeah, we'll uh, turn the light on. I'm going to... The moment you talk about suicides, that... I'm trying to remember. Was like Night of the Museum three like his one of his last things, or was he not in it? What just had to explain it. What's the one where they go to the Smithsonian? Like they're always in the Smithsonian. No, right? no, no. The first one's the New York uh, yeah. Museum. First off, I thought there was only one of these movies. So. No, because there. I think it's two where there's they go to the them. Smith- yeah, Smithsonian. Th- that's the one with Rami Malek, or is he the first one? He's in all of them. Okay. Oh yeah, he he just makes it happen. Yeah, he's at there. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got the the scroll or whatever they call it, but. Uh, <laughs> These movies are very complicated. No, the bad guy in the second one is that dude who's surprisingly like buff. All actors are buff, but they'll play a nerd so that's wear like a puffy shirt. Um, he's been on. He goes to Minsk in Friends. That guy. I don't know who you're talking about. Run, about. fat boy, run. He's the bad guy. Oh yeah, Hank what Azaria. The, Hank Mo, Azaria. Mo Sislak himself. Oh come he, on, man. He <laughs> plays an Egyptian. God. Talk about range. Dude, Hank, it's because he's got the voices. He could do probably whatever he wants. Uh, That's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy to have like talent like that where you can just have your voice play <laughs> so many different characters and stuff. Robin Williams had it. Hank Azari has it. Everyone on The Simpsons has it. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane has it. Parland. Farland. Larland. There's no D at the end. Judy Garland. Lynn. Is there no D? There's no Seth D. Seth MacFarlane. Or is it Farland? Farland. Yeah. Farland. Yeah. Farland. Judy Garland, is that what you said? Yeah. And Dorothy? I was kidding, because I thought you said Garland. Oh. Uh, Rest in peace to her, man. What a career that never took off, <laughs> other than arguably one of the biggest movies ever. That's crazy. Like, you talk about a one and done. I think she was on drugs. No, she died from, like, an overdose, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, like, she, had a daughter. she was young, though. She was as young as... Wasn't she, like... Or no. I don't know. I think what she she was in like a Star is born, like the original version or something. I always forget she was in the newest one. I always forget if she was like twenty five or if she was like forty five when she died. I'm gonna say forty five because it's uh forty seven. A a famous daughter, so who? Liza Minnelli. Olive Garland. (laughs) What? 
<laughs> what are we even getting at? I don't know, man. Oh. Um, okay. Well, we're off of uh, Disneyland uh, and or Disney, we're whatever. Never in Disneyland. Disney. It's all Jump the same cruise shit. Is up next. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy, I'm going to let you ha- have this one. Uh, this is your uh, passion project, Nathan Fielder. Yeah, Nathan Fielder from Nathan for You. One of my favorite shows ever. You don't ever. know his name, most of us, but you definitely have seen him in one thing or another. Is Where is he? What movie is he in? I'm blanking on it. I don't know if he's in really anything. No, he is. He's probably like a small part in some comedies or yeah, something. Yeah, it's definitely small. Um, but he's he had a show on Comedy Central called Nathan For You where he... It's like a show within a show. He was in This Is America. Or Who Is America, I mean. He was a writer. He wrote some of those bits. You know, the giver was on it. Ah. All Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, but he played this... Um, Disaster artist. That's okay. where he's from. A business consultant. <gasps> and toured a pharmacy. Okay. Oh, that's funny. I remember that one. Right? That was pretty that good. Andy Samberg or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so he's a business consultant who's helping small businesses. That's like a reality show you'd see all over the place. He's in the night before, Andy. He's in a in, bunch of shit. Okay. But in reality, he's a comedian who's giving the businesses crazy ideas to do and then filming it. And it was just a brilliant idea. He didn't want to keep doing it because he didn't think he could get away with it. Was that where dumb Starbucks came from? Yeah, that's kind of the, the most famous thing. Is yeah. It said, using parody law, you could create something called dumb Starbucks as a parody of Starbucks, but still sell coffee. And it lasted for about a week before it was shut down. Pretty good. Yeah. Every news uh, outlet picked up on it. Yeah. like One of the other ones is he made a poop-flavored ice cream for an ice cream place. Joe's still trying. And it. so people are like... Okay, that's kind of a funny novelty, except they actually got scientists in a lab to try to create an ice cream that would taste like poop. I mean, doesn't Jelly Bean do that? Or yeah. Jelly Belly? Yeah, they did those like barf one shit. Yeah. But it was an amazing show, but I think I agree that it wasn't going to last. That <laughs> said people could just Google him when he comes in to give you give me ideas. So he, uh, he just signed a deal with HBO to produce different types of content. He's going to... The first thing is an, another reality type show like this with a different guy. So I'm excited to see what he does. And HBO just, you know, they know what they're doing. I love I it. I think people were afraid. They had this merger with AT&T, um, Warner and AT&T. So that's under. Mm-hmm. HBO's under them. And I know one of the HBO's like, maybe it was their president. He like retired recently. People were a little nervous. Game of Thrones is ending and like what's going to go. But HBO still... Still knows what they're doing. So Netflix just stole the Game of Thrones guys. And everyone doesn't care because no one gives a shit. Everyone's mad at those guys. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. Yeah. Good save. Yeah, it was pretty much empty. But I haven't spilled in a while. But I don't know. There's a lot of spooky things going on in this office tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Andy. I think you have a, a another one or two. Uh, let's go to Monica Lewinsky in the American Crime Story season three. Yeah, so the long-awaited season three. Most people didn't even know there was a season two of American Crime Story. I don't even know if I know what American Crime Story is. American Crime Story, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, okay. Well, no one knows it as that. Very big hit from three, four years ago. I loved it. Oh, yeah. So now they're doing uh, Monica Lewinsky's? They did season two. Nobody really watched it. Season three is The Man Who Would Be Vogue? It's about the assassination of... Versace. You're, Versace? You're, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I didn't yeah, that watch. One probably that probably wasn't that big because I think. Who cares it, about Italian people, right? Yeah, that also. No, but season three will be about the Monica Lewinsky Clinton scandal. Yeah. 
and Monica Lewinsky is actually producing. So you know who, what side is a uh, where it's coming from. And strange. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't uh, the girl playing her Jonah Hill's sister? Yes, her name is Beanie Feldstein, and she's a uh, a bit bigger than Monica. She was in Neighbors Two. Yeah. She gets hit by the car. She's in a lot of things. She's in um, the What We Do in the Shadows TV show. No one saw that. She was in Lady Bird. Yeah, she was in that too. I still do want to watch that show though. Yeah, she's an up and comer, I would say. I'll tell you and what, like you can't get things. rid of the Sarah Paulson chick. Well, she's not going to be an American horror story this year for the first time in a very long time. So She has the most insane RBF, and I don't mean root beer float, because that's what I usually mean when I say that, but resting bitch face. Well, I think she's it's she's, insane. She's playing the like premier bitch of the nineties. She did a trip, great so. job playing Marsha whatever for yeah. the people versus OJ. So she's really like a Really going to capture the 90s here with hmm. some of our favorites. So um, I don't know if this is the best idea. This this scandal has been covered so much. There was a great podcast um, called Slow Burn that was all yeah, about... Yeah, but has, has a TV show been done yet? No, but there's been... Not like a, like what they've done here, but there's been a lot of you know news reports and all this stuff. Everyone in the whole wide world talked about OJ. And, yeah, I think... I think this will be care. good. I, I don't know. It's, it's strange. I don't know if... This will hit as much. It'll hit better than season two, I think. Not as good as season one. No. I don't think you can pack uh, the O.J. Simpson. I just finished the uh, Goldstein, Goldman, uh, Ron Goldman's sister's pod about O.J. Simpson being a murderer. Oh, okay. It was pretty crazy, and it basically just wants you to make you go like either like tweet or go fall, find O.J. Simpson and be like, you're a murderer. Are there uh, people out there that don't think it was him? I mean, yeah, obviously there are, but I mean like, because I've heard my, obviously my uncles who are the big conspiracy people say that they think it was, what is it? He had like a son or something that some people think it was or whatever. Yeah, he had two adult children at the time, I believe. Not not with her. Yeah, not with his Nicole, but wife. yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, who really knows? I mean, at the end of the day, the crazy thing is, is he wasn't, he did end up being innocent, which is wild, obviously, but it's just so crazy to think that someone that actually was innocent, according to the court, that everybody is 100% certain, like, no, 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 he's guilty. And then it's so crazy how, like, flipped it can be. There's people that serve, you know, that football movie that just came out, but, like, uh, plenty of time in jail, and then you turn come to find out years later that they're innocent, and they get to be released, and it's like, hey... 15, 20 years of my life was still gone. Like that, my one of my favorite stories is always about those, the murders in like Arkansas with the teenagers that supposedly killed the three little boys, and then you come to find out that it was the stepfather or something like that. Even though he was still never convicted, it's like they end up getting let out twenty something years later, or whatever. But they missed their entire twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Oh yeah, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. You know, well, I think he did whatever crime he did. Sonny boy. The other guy didn't, right? Uh, or no, did he actually do it? I don't remember now. Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> I just like to say, Sonny boy, or whatever he says to him. He's Sonny. You sit there with your tie and your big words. Yeah. But you can look for uh, <laughs> you can look for the American Crime Story Season 3 coming out. End of next month. No, no, no. no next no. year. Yeah. <laughs> so 13 months away. <laughs> We just all got excited here. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel like we're back in 1997, huh, Andy? Or 95, whenever she uh, 
Yeah, took it around then. I think. Well, I mean, that blowjob I believe <laughs> happened in '95. I'm sure. Be, I'm sure a blowjob happened in '95. That's the blowjob blow heard round the world. Yeah, they said the '95 was a very dry year for the blowjob. <laughs> was it a dry blowjob? I don't know. I mean, it was to completion. Ever, hopefully, they give some of these. What? It was to completion. <laughs> we have the blue dress. Is that in the Smithsonian? <laughs> We have it on the pod tonight, I actually. Help, like, uh, I really we as help. America have it somewhere. Oh, okay. They just never washed it? She didn't wash it. That and, was her evidence? Yeah, and that's why the her friend was like, no, don't. How did he? Dress. Okay, was he? Obviously, this has been so long. And I remember being a kid, obviously, when this stuff's going on. You don't know what's going on. But it's like, he he was president when that happened? Or was yeah. he right after his presidency? So he stayed. Uh, it was during his Did presidency. he stay president during? Yes. Like, okay, I knew the answer to that. I'm saying... When it all came out and it was like, oh, yeah, this happened, was he president still or yes. was it afterwards? Yes, and he was impeached but not convicted, which means they one part of the government said we think he should be removed and then the other part didn't. So. And so all she was was she worked for the White House or something? She was an intern at the time and they kind of had not a true affair, but like they were friends and they would talk and then... I think, like there, I, think there the one, I think there was the only one incident or something, but then she was kind of like reassigned for the re-election campaign, and then this stuff didn't come out till like a couple years later. That uh, blue dress, by the way, is in the Smithsonian. Also, Are you serious? Yeah. Are she you, dishes details on the infamous uh, thing. and uh, So people can just come and look at this she dress? She donated you, it. Okay, what do you think? March. Kids, what is that mark? Oh, that's semen. <laughs> it says here March that's how 2019. That's Wait, really? so there's a museum where you can just look at a cum dress? <laughs> Did Trump make sure that happened? <laughs> Fuck you, Hillary. <laughs> Bring it back. I'm going to the basement. <laughs> How does this feel? You're not going to want to stay in here, are you? I don't know why. I was totally making it up. That's insane. Well, because on here, when you search it, it's like, where is it? And unless this is a really good like prank that someone did online... Shit says it's in the Smithsonian. I mean, they literally have billions of fucking things in there. So, well, I, that's part of history. But I did yeah. say it's ours now. Like it's America's dress now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so, also, check that for out. The longest time, I don't know why, but I always thought she was like a figure skater. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know who I'm thinking. Whose last of. name no, are you confusing? Um, uh, Lipinski. Okay, because they're like the same time, probably. Yeah, she so was like whole, a '90s, and that's who she's still on. Lipinski. Right? Yeah. What's her first name? Isn't she still, like, commenting or something? Yeah, probably. But I always remember thinking, like, oh, shit, it was just a figure skater. But now it's, you know, I no, she was crazy like to think it was just some, like, intern. intern that was, what, had to been, what, 25 years younger than him? 30? Might have been 30. I don't know. Yeah, she was, like, 21 or something. She was young. Oh, she was in her 20s when it happened? Yeah. Because I just looked up how she's 46 now. But I guess, yeah, 55 plus 20-something years ago. Yeah, so she would have been early 20s. Damn. She thought like he was going to be her boyfriend. It was this was creepy about it. He'd be my boyfriend. Yeah. That's weird. Well, I mean, he probably had a lot of money. <laughs> He's president. <laughs> if you don't have the money when you're president, you'll get it. Like he probably got fifty million on his book alone. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, off of the uh, Clintons in that blue dress, uh, we're going to go to something that we might not ever be able to see, and that is the hunt, which has been uh, recently. Taken out of theater releases, blah, blah, blah. Off the release schedule. Yeah. So, so is this like uh, what they did with 
the interview it, where they just it's straight to DVD. Most likely that is what's going to And then happen. it'll be on Netflix four days after you buy it on iTunes. That so, happened to me. I don't know where Blumhouse puts their movies because I haven't seen any of their movies on Netflix or Amazon. Amazon even. Prime or something. So, I mean, they're, you know, I like what they do. I know Tony likes what they do. They're good So, horror. what's the, the hunt? Was that the... Andy, take it. So, it's kind of like the most dangerous game, you know, hunting humans. So, the premise is some, you know, rich people on an island gather of a bunch of poor people i mean they did this on always sunny yeah and they bring them to the island to hunt them Ooh, sounds fun yeah and it's just this can story the, has been told a million times already. The, what book is this from the most dangerous game that's right okay can the hunted hunt back well that's the premise of the movie and it's pretty obvious that's what it's going to be is that obviously the people who the rich people who bring the people to the island are the bad guys yeah, and the other people who are going to you know, band together to fight back and are the protagonists. Why, why was this taken out? Because so, Hillary Swank's in it. No. So really? the, I guess in, in some of the marketing, <laughs> or I guess in the trailer, they refer to the people, the hunted as deplorables, which is what Hillary Clinton called Trump's fans. But also that it's kind of clear that they're more uh, red state types, you know, like redneck type people and that's the people doing the hunting that's the people who are being hunted oh. while the people doing the hunting are so think kind of like get out where the bad guys are like rich white people rich mm-hmm. you know probably liberal types and they're hunting the so in this movie they're gonna be hunting the you know blue collar you know non-city people and so that's the uh, image being shown there which i guess fox news did a report on and Donald Trump happened to watch that, and he tweeted about it and saying, you know, what a disgusting movie, and Hollywood is racist or something for doing this stuff. So, oh, so, so he turned back the race card on them. Yeah. So at first, Universal said they're not going; they're going to still release the movie, but they're going to per- they're going to not do any ads for it in the wake of the shootings that happened. That would be insensitive. And then after Trump got involved, they just decided we're not going to release it at all. We don't want people boycotting movies or anything like that. So. Oh, so it's not going to get released. It's not going to come out in theaters, at least. I don't know what it means. It could be buried forever. Most likely not. But it's just it's it's upsetting because I kind of like Blumhouse. Emma, Emma Roberts is in it too, and I just saw her in *Where the Millers Stay*. I watched like twenty minutes of it. So it's it's even the co-written by Damon Lindelof, who did *Lost*, did *The Leftovers*. He's done a lot of things. He's a pretty big name i'd say in hollywood it's not some like little movie that's getting pulled and it has some bigger name people the uh the star of glow betty gilpin is supposed to be she's like the main character yeah and she's great in glow so yeah, this could is. have been a you know big role for her and you know. i would say so it also has glenn howerton who was in always sunny and he yeah. hunted cricket so i mean that's the thing this story it's, been, it's clearly like a joke it's also this is this production company Really got their start with the purge, Blumhouse. Yeah, so it's like yeah, this they is, have a lot of good ones. This is what they do. This is not that different from movies. Are they going to pull the Purge Five or whatever when that comes out? Because that's violent too. It's it'd be Blumhouse. Stupid. They didn't. Did they do Paranormal Activity or the Conjuring or anything like that? I think it, yeah, I think they're Paranormal Activity. I think because I always remember their thing um, when it opens get up. Get out. Happy Death Day. Yeah, when that opens up, it's the little like the feature, like the girl kind of like in the corner of the room or something. Yeah, so I mean they're they're a big time and they make oh, mostly yeah. horror stuff, oh, which yeah. is cool for a a smaller like production company that we enjoy those type type of movies. So 
I don't like seeing them getting fucked up with. But I just feel bad for everyone in the production of the movie that you could say, like, oh, it might be the right thing to do. It's insensitive to release it. But it's like, this could have helped them. Yeah, These they, are people who are trying. The, so, the director, I don't think, has done anything. So they've done, like, some of their big ones. Like we said, Paranormal Activity, The Purge, Get Out, Insidious, Split, Happy Death Day, Upgrade, Sinister, and Halloween, and The Gift. Yeah, these are some of the best horror movies released in the last decade. Yeah, the director has only done, you know, single episodes of good shows, but single episode type of thing. Uh, Leftovers, Westworld, $1, whatever that is. Yeah, it's, it's not fair for him for... So then it's not it's not Blumhouse doing it. It's Universal who decided to do this because they're you know a huge massive company and doesn't want the president being mad at them. So in this situation, because obviously let's say if the movie doesn't obviously get to go to theaters, doesn't really make money. Are there people that get screwed out of getting paid then in this? Yeah, probably. And then it also ends up being a giant waste of time for all these people. Yeah, you say if if uh, you know the writer sold it. And like I'm gonna get a cut of the profit, and there's no more profit. <laughs> is uh, yeah. Hillary Swank the one where in the office they decided if she was hot or not? Yep. Okay. That I actually her. looked at her. I, I'd say hot, but it is on the fence. She, a didn't bit. she play a man in a boxing movie? No, no. that's two different things. I don't oh. like that. She played. Um, it was one of the first like transgender roles. Yeah, uh, the I person remember. who was a uh, Danish murdered. boy or something. That was a different one. Okay. Now this was from the '90s. It was uh, Boys Don't Cry, where oh yeah. She was playing a great song, a, also. Yeah, a guy who was murdered for being transgender, and it was, a, huh? It was like based on a true story, and that was kind of. I think that was her. But first, I could like, see her role. being able to play a guy. Yeah, she's kind of got a strong uh, chin. But yeah, then she was in Million Dollar Baby, of course, about the female boxer, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. We also, all. Always Sunny Perry did that too. Yes, they did. Always Sunny comes back next month. Yeah, I'm excited about that. All right, well, uh, should we get into box office? That did go, uh, we did quite a bit. I forgot even about box office. Let's see what things uh, did. I think I already know what's We did play one. a couple of games, too. Uh, we'll get into that. So Fast and Furious, staying on top, $25 million. Yeah, that's what's, I'm going to continue on the rant. Oh, God. You know who released Fast and Furious? What studio? Uh, no. Universal. How many people do you think get shot in this Fast and the Furious stuff? I don't know. You think they're ever going to pull Fast and the Furious from the release schedule because it's violent no. and it's insensitive to release violent movies after a shooting? You think they're going to give up that cash cow? Look you at that. Fucking hypocrites, man. Come on our pod, Universal. Yeah. Do it. Dare you. You added Andy's favorite maze yeah. and you think that's going to just make him happy? <laughs> uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, 20.9 in his debut, 81% Fresh. Ooh, that's good for a horror flick. That's very good. Uh, I did see that, and uh, I will address that movie in what we're watching. Lion King, number three, uh, $20 million. Dora and the Lost City of Gold, $17 million, 80%. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 11.7. Go see that movie, guys. That's the best movie to see this uh, season right now. Do you know it's the only original IP, intellectual property, to make a hundred million dollars this year at the box office. Which one? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the only original, like the only original movie. Really? Everything else is adapted property or sequel. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, no one. It's too expensive for these studios who are dumb. Yeah. To make a new thing, it's so much easier to just grow off of something that already has a base. Um, it's crazy because it's not even that high of a threshold, honestly. 
No. I mean, our pods are netting about a hundred million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the art of racing in the rain, forty-four percent, eight point two million dollars. People love Costner as a golden retriever. No, they don't. Obviously, <laughs> no one saw it. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then the kitchen, five point five million dollars, twenty one percent most rotten. Wow. Okay, and that brings us to both of them. We did a double header last week. So scary stories to tell in the dark, and the kitchen we played. I myself gave uh, scary stories a fifty eight percent. Tony Katz, you gave it a forty seven. Jesus. <laughs> and off road Andy, you gave it a fifty six percent. That puts me up on the leaderboard for that one, barely. Yeah. But nonetheless. 23% uh, off, though, still. 81%. Like we were all respectfully off on that one. Crazy. Uh, the Kitchen, 21% rotten. Andy, you gave it a 44. Tony Katz, you gave it a 62. Jesus. I myself gave it a 61. <laughs> I, uh, I. So I was on the. I was the trailer looks good. The trailer looked good. Yeah, was, I didn't see like any bad buzz heading in with it. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. but I was excited for uh, the lady in it. I was like, well, she's trying to do her Bill Hader and go into Moss? No. Okay. Funny guy, Andy. She was trying to do her Bill Hader and go into a, you know, a, another avenue versus just comedy. Are you serious? What? Talking about Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. You know she was nominated for Best Actress for a drama movie last year. For what? I forgot what it's called, but like she makes like she's made like eight serious movies. Oh, I thought she just makes she, like she makes a lot of I'm like, the dumb aunt. She makes here a lot of female I am, Chris my life is a movies. mess. Yeah, yeah I thought that's also, all she did. She also makes a lot of serious movies. Well, I didn't know <laughs> that, Andy. I was just remember too what she's in the Hangover Three, I think it is, right? Yeah, that, yeah. I liked her in that, in like the guitar stores, whatever it is, the pawn shop. Pawn yeah, shop. She, she does both, and she's probably going to stick more to the serious stuff because that's what actually. I mean, I saw this being in the exception. I think people want to see her do serious acting more than save the silly stuff for SNL. She's she always looked, great when she goes on SNL. She looked good in the trailer, but I mean, she was great in um. It was kind of a serious role. It wasn't a lot of jokes in um. This is forty. Where is she in This Is Forty? <laughs> she was the uh, the mom of that one kid. Oh, oh with the big teeth, picked on or whatever. Yeah. I don't even and they remember have that her in, that. in the principal's office. Yeah, it was like one scene, but That's she was really hilarious. good. Do they he call that like, kid Tom Petty? Yeah, I was just gonna say he looks like Tom Petty. Right? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Remember when uh, there was that stretch where Wrecking Ball was like was really wanting to see it, like yeah. it was already out, and he was like trying to find it on like every <laughs> like possible way. Did to he find ever it? see it? Did he refine it? I don't think he'd even understand half know. of it. Uh, okay, well, let's get into movies opening this week. We've got a good one actually. Angry Birds Movie 2. Oh, man. That's time. what it's called. That's dumb. Oh, no. 73%. I mean, I don't, animated I, movies sometimes are great. Yeah, I just don't understand how you make a movie out of a game where you throw birds at stones. Well, I saw the trailer. It, it's Jason Sudeikis and other comedy people being funny. Okay. But it's definitely kid humor. Yeah. Enough it's of like, that. like, oh, the bird fell. Uh, Where'd you go, Bernadette? No score yet. I've seen this trailer more times than I'd like. Um, it is. You don't know about this one? I don't either. Um, so, let me pull it up. I don't remember the lady's name in it. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Billy uh, Crudup, Kristen Oof. Wiig, Emma Nelson, uh, Judy Greer, and uh, 
it's basically like this lady's out there and she kind of disappears and uh, reconnecting with her passions and ba 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 and her family's oh. just like where'd you go and that's in the title where'd you go Bernadette um it kind of looks like it it's trying to be um oh god why am I blanking on his name it's all it's late what uh, who's the guy that married his daughter whoa Woody Allen Woody Allen. Really? Uh, it looks like it's trying to be that, and Clay, <laughs> Kate Blanchett's been in one of his movies. So it's breaking news to do. <laughs> <laughs> when did he do? Well, who, who's what? I know the name, so it's a big name. He okay. did once upon, or not once upon a time, uh, Midnight in Paris. Well, a lot more than that, and that's but that's the movie about. I love. That so he's I a recent person. About. I mean, he's, he's old as hell. But. Yeah. When did okay. he marry his daughter? Okay, let me explain. It's like his stepdaughter or something. So yeah, his. Wife at the time, <laughs> his wife at the time adopted someone from China or something. I don't think he was ever legally the father, or I don't even know if he was actually married to the person at the time. But so they didn't really have a, a father daughter relationship. Clearly, but I, they had a relationship, and then and that ended up. What was you the, turned what's, eighteen? What's he, the oh boy? They actually the they've been married difference? for like. Since '97, so, they've been married a long time. Oh, okay. So it turned into love. Okay, so, yeah, I'm okay it's with strange that. children. So, like Woody Allen's son, like basically said, like "fuck you, this is creepy. I'm never talking to you again." Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how to approach this because it's yeah. like, well, obviously, when Dobby first said, I was like, okay, that stuff doesn't happen anymore. Really, like people just can't just marry their real kid. But <laughs> it's definitely not. So, but then, okay, even stepkid is still weird. But I guess, like, if it was adopted, well, it's, not even, it's like his adopted. If it was daughter, like a girl really. he was dating was like, I need to have a kid, you won't give me one, and went and adopted one, then I could kind of be like, okay, that really at the end of the day has nothing to do with yeah, you. Yeah, it's like we're like, I think when Brad Pitt married Angelina Jolie, she already had adopted some like kid yeah, from India or something. What's, uh, what was the age difference though at the time? I think she was 18 when they got married. And she was born in 70. Something. And uh, Alan's born in 35. So 35 so. years. It's It's excessive. That, that's fine it's still, still creepy because she was still very was young creepy. yeah because you're looking at what then when she was 17 let's just say he was like 52 yeah and she was he was either her father or the guy dating her mom so either way that's bad Yep. Well, anyway, this movie kind of looks like it's trying to be a Woody Allen movie. Um, yeah, a lot of people want to make them. And then she she made one of the better ones of his late career. Which has Andrew Dice Clay in it. It does. And uh, a little guy by the name of Louis C.K. Yeah. I I like that one. Blue I Jasmine. Think I think it was really good. Bobby Cannavale. Um, I don't really remember much about it. It was in San Francisco, right? She was married to Alec Baldwin, who I think was a finance guy who lost all his money. So she had to live poor. That's live, right. She yeah, her sister. She did a very good job of that. Of like, I'm better than you, but I have no money anymore. Yeah. Um, another one I'm I'm looking through is shit. Cafe Society. I was very excited for that, but underwhelmed. That the one with, uh, when I saw it, yeah, it has Steve Carell, Kristen Stewart, Blake Lively. Um, a whole bunch of people are in this movie, and it's basically about making movies in uh, 1930s, but. Uh, I don't remember it being very good. I'm sorry. She's not even attractive. <laughs> Does that matter? Jesus. But it's like it's... <laughs> I, I just don't like this couple at all. It's like he looks like a 
art teacher, and she looks like I don't know. Love is love. I mean, yeah, love is blind, Tony. Yeah, clearly he has. You don't know what she looked like thirty years ago. I do. I already saw a photo. Thirty years ago. Uh, That's like it looks like modern right now. That was modern, but there's definitely. I don't know. I don't like it. Well, the movie that I'm excited about this weekend <laughs> is uh, Good Boys. 85%. It's gone up a couple of points. Uh, this had premiered at a couple of uh, uh, like Sundance-type thingies, which is why there was already a score a couple weeks ago even. Uh, this is about the kids, 12-year-old kids, uh, learning about adulthood and, and whatnot uh, at an early age, and it's quite funny, according at least from the trailer. Next, you got 47 meters down, uncaged. Uh, so this is obviously about Nick Cage. Um, As a shark. Yep. I He's hate these shark playing movies. playing shark. I thought this movie came out three years ago. I honestly it hate did. these movies. This is number two. Oh, so uh, uncaged I'm, is basically number two. Yeah. Okay. So that actually. So are, are they 47 the and last time they were 46? So, the no, difference? they were in a cage last time, I no, think. No, so 47 meters down, that was the premise, was they were in that cage and got stuck down there. But you know, you know the shark and the shark circling them. Yeah, he's got nothing but time. So this one, they just want to make a new shark movie, but they're like, we can't do the cage gimmick again. Like, we'll just call it forty-seven meters down, uncaged. Why don't they do a different movie? Why is it always shark? It probably was a different script, and that's why I liked the one that. I wonder if if it came out yet already. I don't know. I don't know the name of it, but the one with the alligator or crocodile, whatever it is, crawl or yeah, that one is different. I like that one because it's like that. It's a different. Animal or whatever yeah. you call these Do things. Do something with a bear. Oh, know? bear movies were good. Grease. The fuck? The like, Alec Baldwin movie back in the 90s. Remember that one? Which one? I forgot what it was called, but it was like in Alaska. Deer Hunter? <laughs> that <laughs> was like De Niro in, yeah, the, in the Vietnam in the 70s. But they're hunting a deer too. Um, no, it was, in the, it was in the 90s. Alec Baldwin in a deer. Or not a deer. God damn it. A bear. <laughs> Deer bear, Andy. <laughs> and then obviously um, The Revenant. That was a good bear one. Yeah, but I mean... And that's then also a... Uh, Without a Paddle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're his cub. Uh, and then Blinded by the Light, which is oh, yeah. uh, Manford's man's band, right? Oh, fuck you. How dare you? No, this is... Uh... And this is pissing me off because... Is that even one of his songs? Yes, Bruce Manfred Mann covered "Blinded by the Light" and made they got more popular for it. Well, they're, they but did Bruce a had job. enough of his own hits. Bruce had enough of his own hits. He could share. share I just love. you should call it like the boss or something. But ninety three percent audience score, fucking sneaking in. How do you do this? Ninety seven percent. So I mean, uh, this is obviously uh, going to wipe out that other Indian Beetle movie because um, that got a piece of shit score, right? Then I get like forties. No, it got like sixties or something. Mm. He's still doing pretty. It did pretty well. It's not on the score uh, leaderboard up here. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, let's just face it. Bruce Springsteen is better than the Beatles. So. Whoa. People have Indian people what? going and doing these things. Like, oh, I like Bruce Springsteen, but you're an Indian. Yeah. You, you love can't. watching. They bend it like Beckham. And oh, yeah. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> well, Slumdog Millionaire is real, like in, in India. All these How other do you ones- know this isn't real, Andy? How you know this guy didn't love Bruce Springsteen? It is real. Wore a jean no, I'm saying, jacket. I'm saying the difference is that's in India. That's different than these movies, which are always like British movies. Yeah, this is in London. Yeah. Which is annoying. Why? I don't know. It's based on a true story, so. Of what? 
a writer who loved Bruce Springsteen, so mm-hmm. he made a movie about himself. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's I think it's be, it'll be great because you know of all these. Well, like, the score is fa- fantastic. Yeah, of all these uh, music movies, Bruce I like the boss. Is by far the best. I I play so. a lot of the boss uh, on the Fourth of July. Yeah, and so uh, that's his you holiday. Should, you should play him all the time. Ah. and he's still going. Yeah, did he put an album this year. Probably. No, he did. Oh, <laughs> I thought he said didn't he. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that'll pretty much wrap up what's opening this week. So you got a couple of options. It's uh, a lot for this week. I guess when you like get away from the blockbusters, people just put yeah, all their little. You pretty much out. have. There's something for everyone this week. Yeah, you have your kids. You have your older people. You have uh, your older kids, and then uh, I don't know who sees Forty Seven Meters Down, and then uh, teenagers at night. Okay, it's like a. <laughs> I kind of, you know, what I <laughs> hate is that I understood exactly what you were saying because I just thought of the times when I was in yeah. middle school and you're seventeen, or it'd something, be like you yeah. get dropped, not even said like it's yeah, well, it's probably rated R, so. dropped off at the movie theaters, and you're like, like I saw snakes on a plane yeah. in the movie theater, so I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw the village. Did I not go with you on that one? Why did I? Go? I don't know. Hmm. Probably were invited, but fuck you, Andy. No, I said you probably were. Oh, I, I, I heard Warren. I think he switched it up there. Uh. All right. Well, yeah. Well, go see a movie this weekend. Uh, should we get into what we're watching? Yeah. Okay. I have to start first. Um, oh. I've been taking the lead every time, but this is going to be about scary stories to tell in the dark. First, I'm going to just tell you really quick. Uh, I saw, or we all saw, I think, Succession Season 2 is out. Um, I didn't. I HBO, it. check it out. Uh, it's sitting at a uh, whopping 100% on uh, the Rotten Tomato. But uh, before I go into uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, this portion of the pod has been brought to you by Simple Doggy. Head to their Kickstarter, Simple Dog, world's first clipless leash, and support a great leash. If you have a dog, you're going to love the hell out of this thing. Uh, they got about 12 more days to go. Need to raise a couple, uh, couple thousand more bucks, but... 19 bucks will get you a uh, clipless leash and uh, just head over there. Kickstarter, Simple Dog, world's first clipless leash to see how it works. You'll love the shit out of it. We can say that. Um, okay. So, scary stories to tell in the dark. You guys are familiar with the book. I think that's uh, obviously who's seeing this is uh, people who remember just being scared shitless as a kid from the illustrations and the book itself. Was it really quick? Sorry, but was that the book too that had the one story about like the bloody fingers or something? Probably. I don't remember any of the stories. Just I, the I don't. I was just gonna say I don't either. Well. But I always remember as a kid one of the books that had that. Maybe it was a separate thing, but there was that one story about like bloody fingers. It sounds right. Yeah, it sounds familiar. But I mean, probably. I'm, I'm pulling up an image to show you. This should just. Fuck, man! Like, I kind of remember what like, the book. These illustrations like, are fucking horrifying. Yeah. yeah. This scared the That's shit out of all of us uh, when you're eight, you know? Um, but so I saw it. It was a packed house. And I'm going to say where I went. I went to Cinemop. Cinemop. Cin- what the fuck is this place? Cinema, Cinema City. City. Uh, it you used to be called Cinemop. You went to right? Cinema. Uh, in Anaheim Hills. And uh, like I said, a packed house. And uh, it was pretty good. The movie. About 30 or so minutes in, this kid next to me, who I initially thought was an old man, he was wearing glasses, and he just had like an old, frail look to him, but I was like, oh, he's a kid. Uh, 
would not shut the fuck up. He was laughing at everything. Everything as if I was like, oh, this kid's drunk and stoned as shit. That nope. Would be me. He was just himself. He was just a little spoiled asshole who ruined the goddamn movie. Literally, he was getting other people involved too. Some fucker behind us did a. <laughs> he farted while the guy was like he, with his mouth while people like it was a bed scene where like the guy was under a bed hiding it's like That's, are you fucking kidding so me so joe was behind you yeah. it i on, honestly wanted to walk out at one point not because of the movie but because of these people ruining the movie just with them being assholes uh everyone else kind of sh- started shutting the hell up though but this kid Oh, this is so great. This is so stupid. Oh. Mumbling to himself as three fucking stupid friends all saying the same shit. I would look at him, give him a scowl. I didn't want to, you know, be, hey, shut the fuck up in the theater type of thing. Finally, I, I just yelled, dude. He looked over at me, and I, I didn't want to say any more words. I just put my arm, and I lowered my arm. <laughs> he stared at me for a good five seconds. He was 15 or something. Like, what the fuck are you going to do, little kid? I will throat punch you. Um, and then he, he kind of shut the fuck up for a while. Then he was laughing to himself, like, but still kind of loud and annoying. But I couldn't have gotten into that movie. And maybe I would have given it a better score. I think I like the score I gave it of a 58. Who would have thought I, I guessed my own score on that game. Um, it's not very good. Some of the people are laughable. Uh, the fat creature yeah, in the hospital that just Kirby's him. It just absorbs the boy and he's never found again. She just blobs into her body. That was stupid. And she's like laughing. That was really dumb. Um, and I think it was supposed to be creepy, but other ones are pretty, a couple of them are pretty good. Um, but that goddamn kid. And then as we're walking out, the whole time he's right behind us and he's trying to be an asshole because yeah. I think he's a, like thinking I'm going to be offended because I loved the movie or something. No, I just hated him talking. He's like, was so, that was so bad. It was funny. Oh, my God. The whole time out there. Like, Who's he talking to? His little buddies. Oh. Uh, I'll they... never go back to that theater ever again. <laughs> That's stupid. You're going to get people like that everywhere. Yeah, I, I haven't movie, run into that in many other places. Unfortunately, unless you... Go to a place that's expensive because of like the ambiance. It's like the movies are. You go to those places, you're gonna get what you pay for. Those places are all dying. Like people just don't go to the cinema anymore as much. And then when they do, it's like everybody's on their on their phones and stuff, or everyone's loud. And I think it's just I haven't gone to a movie at night, like on a weekend night. I've gone to plenty of them lately, for, forever. That was the only time where it was just ridiculous. Maybe it was my fault because it was a PG-13 movie. Also, I think, but. Just, he obviously didn't see the books as a kid, too, so... Yeah, no, they're still out there. Yeah, but no one sees books anymore. Yeah, they still have libraries at school. No, they don't. But I was just thinking, I think the last time I went to a movie at night, like, I sat next to someone who's super loud, and he happens to be sitting next to me now. Oh, the... We saw, like, Hereditary. Hereditary. And you I were was, pretty drunk. I was very drunk. <laughs> you, I, you made me stall so you can drink your Jack and Coke so that you could refill your cup before we left to go to the theater and then also got a beer <laughs> yeah no i always well also i think that was the day too that uh i brought my own candy a friend of ours and i were, went to candy. lazy dog first too and i had a couple drinks there also we had a i always like to uh pre-game those horror movies because horror movies i mean it's like to me i get a little excited or do scare me and stuff and which is or, what i thought that kid was doing which i like to get a little that kid was probably just 15 and down but yeah like, i 
But even when I'm watching them, I'm quiet in the theaters. I just have a good buzz and I get excited. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Go in that room. And I get all into it. But yeah, I don't ever, I'm never someone to like talk loud in movies. I mean, maybe I'll whisper something over to, you know, someone, one of my friends, like when Turtle, you know, the infamous, I got bitches down here during the <laughs> it scene with the. Yeah. And a couple of scenes, it's fine, but. Like the loudest Andy's ever been is when he put a bag of M&M's down the, facing the wrong direction and they just all spilled out of the bag and rolled one by one, falling down all the way down. <laughs> I also kicked the guy at American Sniper. <laughs> yeah, he turned around. An accident? Yeah. yeah. The guy yelled at Andy. I think he, was, he pretended to be a veteran or something. <laughs> hey, my scene's coming up, kid. <laughs> Disrespectful to the American sniper, Bradley Cooper. God, dude, that was, oh, yeah. He looked back Honestly, at Andy and was like, Can you stop kicking my chair or something? And you just, like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, goddamn movies. But yeah, those are my uh, two things. So, what do you guys got? I actually, for once, actually do have a couple. Whoa. So, do you right. want me to go? All righty, I will. Uh, so the first one is an old, older movie, not old movie, like 10 years old that I had never seen before. And I actually was here on, a, I think it was Wednesday night and I watched it with producer Luke, but I had never seen Machete before. Oh, that's a good one. And it actually isn't bad, but I just loved all the violence and the un, how, oh yeah, that could never happen. Don't watch the second one though. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. But the crazy thing is when we were watching Machete was when that guy in Santa Ana was really going around with a knife and was attacking people. So it's crazy that literally as I was watching it, that was happening. And that was also the same day that, uh, what's his name? Trujillo? Trujillo? Danny Trujillo? Is that his name? Trejo? Trejo. Saved the the kid out of the flipped over car also. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, so it was actually a great day to watch it. I think actually that's why we did watch it. I think Luke had just seen uh, that, makes sense. that on an Instagram clip and then we were inspired. But the other thing I watched was uh, on Netflix, Screwball. About the Tony Bosch and the whole steroid oh, thing. Okay. The, I, uh, I shouldn't even say it was like steroids. It was like the PEDs, the hormones or whatever. Balco the, shit? Yeah. But it was pretty interesting because there's a couple... Uh, it's one of those documentaries where it's like... Uh, like you actually have Tony Bosch's on it and a lot of the guys are sitting, you know, they're talking it like there's, it always goes all over the place and they're chatting. But then when they do the reenacting scenes, it's kids doing it. So it's pretty interesting. It's pretty entertaining. Like, you know, like, you know, drunk history when they like have them doing the reenacting scenes, but it's that, but as kids. So it's actually pretty funny because they're dressed as older people and stuff. Like one guy's got a mustache and, but it's pretty cool. Like a couple like interesting things were us. Uh, so obviously, as we know, Manny Ramirez was one of the guys that got in trouble for the, Mm-hmm. the peds and this, stuff uh, a rods guy yeah yeah so i'll get there too how it's, it gets to that and it's like manny ramirez is basically goes to him gets whatever and manny ramirez i guess even tells him like man he's like i feel so good because he was giving like hormone stuff and he's like man i feel so good he's like i haven't felt this good since i was like 18 he's like i swear when i see the pitches like i can see the seams on the ball like i just feel great and you know obviously he ends up getting in trouble but i guess uh he said a guy came into his office one time decked in yankee gear like he said yankee jacket he said yankee hat wearing a yankees world series ring and he's like oh i've got my a cousin he's like are you affiliated with the yankees he's like oh my cousin is and he's like oh, okay and he's like he wants to meet you and talk about like some things and he goes with them to an apartment or like upscale whatever in new york and he doesn't know yet who it is 
they knock on the door and answers the door is Alex Rodriguez. And he says, the first thing A-Rod said to him is, I want whatever man he's taking. <laughs> and there's another funny moment in that where uh, they talk about uh, how A-Rod's at, they're at a club and uh, Bosch would party with them all the time. And A-Rod, they're at a club. I think it was someone's birthday or something in Miami. And they go to the bathroom because he needs to, he want not to shoot him up, but to give, get his blood so he could see where his deficiencies were to like be able to like increase whatever with the hormone stuff. And so they goes in the bathroom, they, he gets a vial of his blood and puts it in his like pocket and they're all dancing. And all of a sudden he feels and realizes, Oh my God, the vial of blood is missing. Oh my God. And he said, he leans over to Aaron and says, we have a problem. And he's like, what? And he's like, I lost your blood. And he's like, you got to be fucking kidding me, I guess is what like A-Rod said back to him. And I guess they're both on their hands and knees on the nightclub dance floor, like looking for a vial of blood. And it's just like so crazy, like how that really was. And I actually completely forgotten until I was watching this, that he got that season banned or he got the 162 game ban. I completely forgot about that. That And it's crazy because he ended with 690, like seven home runs or 98. So it's, he never did get to go well, to a lot of people. A lot of people didn't want the Yankees to let him back. Yeah. But then he ended up having a really good year, I think. Yeah. Like almost 40 home runs or something. And then the thing is, too, is then he ended up having like, you know, he left them. And I forgot that he had been a uh, member of their staff, like player person or whatever, like helping the players. And then they basically like forced him out type thing. And uh, but I had for- completely forgotten about that suspension that they were going to they originally wanted to give him like 211 games. And then it got reduced to a full season. But uh no, it's pretty wild because we actually hear like the inside of it all and like how the whole thing kind of did get like busted down and stuff and just like, but the, the personal stories with the players is what I like the most because it's like, you know, they just, you really get to see how like they were and speaking of A-Rod, he actually just had his SUV broken into and him and I I don't know if it was just his jewelry or J-Lo's also, but $500,000 worth of jewelry taken from this SUV. Pretty wild. Yeah. What are you even buying? Yeah, what are you leaving in your car? Like, I get tripped out, and I live in a nice area, and when I leave my wallet and, like, my center console, it's like, I couldn't imagine yeah. having $500 worth of, $500, $500,000 worth of jewelry in general, let alone in, uh, just in your car. But, yeah, I, I liked it, though. I mean, you're a baseball guy. You'd probably be interested in it, at least, just to kind of see how, like, the whole thing went and just all that stuff, and especially since... But it's funny because he does talk about how he said when he knew things were in trouble was I guess it was right after Melky Cabrera got suspended. And then I guess a week later, Cologne, Sean's favorite player, Bartolo Cologne, yeah. got oh, suspended. Man. And that's when it was like it started kind of being a downfall. But, yeah. I remember like it was yesterday too when Ramirez got that like 50-game suspension or whatever when he was on the Dodgers or whatever. It's heartbreaking. Cause, yeah, because he was having such a great well, year. Well, that year before he was incredible. Yeah. kind of like Manny tarnished would. what happened there, yeah. But it was it was when that happened to it. I in the documentary they say how Manny Ramirez called him up and basically said he's like I fucked up, like he did something wrong to get caught and yeah. Well, he was on like fertility drugs. That was the joke. It was like that's why what is was, a man trying to get pregnant. And yeah, like, no. and then you come to realize it's because yeah, Maintains this guy was giving cycle. them hormone yeah. stuff that helped with certain stuff and yeah, it's pretty crazy, but pretty cool. So Andy, you should watch it. You're a baseball guy, but you yeah, have to check it out. What, uh, what do we have on deck here? So I watched uh, a bunch of westerns for oh. some reason. So I started <laughs> you out You want with some the, more Rick Dalton in your life? Yeah, it might have been related to that, but I believe I actually started this before. The Hateful Eight, Quentin 
Tarantino's previous movie. So is this the longer version on Netflix? So it's an extended version, and it's also cut into episodes. So they're 50-minute yeah, episodes. four parts or something? So it's four 50-minute episodes. Hmm. So I didn't watch Probably them. plays better that way, I bet. It does, but it doesn't fix the faults of the movie where it just... It's not all that interesting. It's good mm. performances. It looks incredible, even though it's like mostly in one room. That's kind of the premise. But but the first episode where it's a lot of landscapes and snow and stuff looks great. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, just, it was written as a play, Andy. Yeah. But one the room. story the story itself isn't all that interesting. I would say the drama behind that, and so they just you're not fixing that by adding more and cutting it up. So. Yeah, I still, it's still don't care to watch it. It's still interesting to watch, especially if you've watched it before and you do want to watch it again, try this method out. That was probably my last bad movie experience at a theater. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with the audience or the movie. I had bad pie. <laughs> I was in the bathroom. Wow. Were you like uh, Lloyd Braun? You got the hot dog out of the machine. Like, sir, we've had that pie for 20 years. <laughs> I was at my sister's house before it. Yeah, what movie theater serves pie? I'll go to that one. Um, Then I also watched Slow West with Michael Fassbender. Isn't that Kim Kardashian's new uh, daughter? (laughs) Maybe it is. (laughs) Uh, But in this, he's a uh, bounty hunter who um, helps a British kid try to find a girl who had left him for America. Whoa. And it's just... It is slow. We'll say that. That sounds slow. But it's very much a Western. It's got Wait, he's a bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. I was thinking about that stuff. That doesn't exist anymore. Like, it's such a weird thought, especially with, like, bounty hunters where it's, like, alive or dead. Like, you just allow random people to kill other people because they're wanted criminals. It's mm-hmm. a weird concept. That was a uh, cowboy thing to stop you for a second. That was a good bit of Louie's back in the day. Remember, he's like, you go into the town and you have like a, a little bag full of gold coins. You throw it on the, the bar counter. Like, Give me a beer. Uh, room for the night. A shave. Yeah. A woman. Uh, <laughs> There's no going right. <laughs> that's exactly how much this costs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's very much a Western. And it's not that long. It's it's pretty solid. It's got like ninety something percent. Fastbender, huh? Yeah, both of these uh, movies I'm talking about now, I think are in the nineties, and they're they're all on Netflix. When it's called Slow West, I can't imagine it moves too quickly. Yeah, twenty fifteen, huh? Then the last western I watched is called Bone Tomahawk. Oh, I've heard of that one. And this is also a Kurt Russell movie, who was one of the stars of The Hateful Eight. Just being, being Kurt Russell, being a, he's the old town sheriff who's, you know, kind of an ass. Um, Matthew Fox? Matthew, I was going to say. Matthew Fox is much more of an ass. He's a, like a rich, confident guy. Where, Ugh. like, so the premise is that it's very kind of like, I, I think it'd be controversial if it came out today. Because the whole movie is the natives steal the woman and the group of people have to go and david arquette hunt down the uh the bad indians huh. and it's kind of like you know they're savages that kind of stuff where it's like they they make sure that they're separate that they're in a whole different type of tribe because they even have like one of the native american comes in and he's like no no we know who they are we don't fuck with those people they're they're the ones who lives in they live in caves and they paint themselves gray and they're just really like intense and he's like you shouldn't go after them no one ever lives by going after them but yeah, so this group, Kurt Russell, Matthew Fox, 
Uh, Richard Jenkins. Was, of Step Brothers fame, yeah. Tony. So, I mean, Richard Jenkins is a great actor, so it was great. But yeah, they Shut just... Shut the fuck up, Dale! But they just go out after these, uh, I guess, really brutal bad guys and have to try to get this guy's wife back. And there is one scene, so everyone who's seen this movie knows this scene that's so incredibly violent. That this movie's not rated. It's rated R. We'll say that. It's probably. N- I assume when it's not it's rated, probably it's probably above R. Yeah, when it's not rated, it's above it's R. Above yeah, R. it's heavier. That was than... like the biggest thing I always remember because it was like R and then it would be like NC 17. I feel like, but it's like, then they just got to straight to the point where they're like, we're just going to say unrated. Like, we're not, we can't, we can do whatever the. I'm sorry to interrupt, but when it becomes unrated, is there a point where it's like, is that just a green light to really go wherever you want or does it get to a certain point where it's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you wouldn't be able to put it up anywhere like yeah. netflix wouldn't have something netflix isn't that crazy to think like maybe some of these directors thoughts and stuff and someone looked at them and was like uh steve i don't think so <laughs> yeah there's also yeah this um, is written and directed by this uh s craig zoller so yeah. all his ideas so he did that um um vince vaughn prison movie uh which i tried to watch yeah. uh brawl and cell block block 99 yeah I uh, couldn't... So I haven't seen that one. But. It was on Amazon Prime for a minute. I, it might still be there. It was just very slow. Yeah, but this is a... It's billed as a horror western. Mm. And, I mean, I don't want to spoil spoil it, but... Don't, because I do want to watch this one. Well, basically what I've seen is I, w- I was hoping it was like Supernatural, but it's not. It's just... It Good. is what it is. I wouldn't like it if it was... Yeah. I was hoping it was like, oh, the reason they're so like powerful is that you know they're actually ghosts or something like that. I would have liked that better, but instead they're just really powerful mm. and good fighters. So this is on Netflix? Yes. Oh. And Amazon, it says. I believe so, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. Any others, Andy? That's it for Westerns. Oh. But actually, the main thing I wanted to talk about today is Glow Season 3. Oh, is that out now? It came out this Friday. One of the problems with the Netflix is that they will put when stuff does come out, They'll put it up on there, but only if it fits your algorithm. And yeah, but I'm pretty sure I watched season I know, one and two. I on- was thinking that I haven't seen like there's you don't see commercials like Amazon will actually advertise their shows on regular TV sometimes. And so I didn't see I didn't know it came out until I literally saw an article on something I was reading. It was a review of it, and I thought like, oh, did they get it way in advance? And it was like, and then it said like. Glow season three comes out August 9th. And I'm like, wait, it is August 9th. Why is it the first? There's a, a a very glow Christmas. That's the last episode. Okay. Um, but I watched the entire 10 episodes. They're, they're 30 minute episodes, or I guess. It's their lowest rated 40. season, but it's an 89. So that's interesting to me because, you know, I, I read some reviews in advance that it was very good. I watched it, and my thoughts were. So Glow went from like a 7 or 8, in my opinion, to a 10. Really? I thought this was incredible. It really glowed, you would say. <laughs> I thought it was great. Like, it just, it was a different, it was a different show. They really stepped up their game. I really like Mark Maron in it. So that's one problem people have with it. Did he leave? <laughs> no. Um, but he's in it less. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. So I didn't realize, so I went on the internet to kind of find out what, people, what were people thinking. Like, were people as impressed as I was? And a lot of the fans were upset because... The wrestling takes a back seat, and that the premise of this is they go to Vegas to do their wrestling show, 
So they're not like writing a new show. They're just doing the same show over and over. So as a viewer, it'd be kind of boring to talk about the wrestling show that they're doing when it's yeah. just, it's like Elton John going to Vegas and doing his same show over and over. There's no drama behind making that show. We already saw how they developed the show. So it's really about all the characters. And whereas the first seasons kind of focus on like the three main characters, we'll say Mark Maron's director and then the two female leads. This, the other characters get a lot more to do, get more fleshed out. And I really enjoyed it. Hmm. And it just, it goes into uh, a lot deeper issues and a lot of stuff going on in the 80s. And I just thought it was really great. But if you if you love the show because you liked watching the behind the scenes of a wrestling production, nope, that's not what this is. I mean, who liked it for that reason? The wrestling people, I guess. That those aren't real people. <laughs> I mean, they're people who still watch WWE and stuff like that. So. And if you like WWE and you like our podcasts, we're not going to criticize you. No, but do tweet us because we are curious if that's you. Yeah. <laughs> But I think um, the show gave I said they gave those three leads like a lot to do in the beginning, and they were great. It gave these secondary characters more to do, and they had some really good moments too. So hmm. I can't can't fault them. I think they saw some talent in the the larger cast. Yeah, it's an interesting show. I'll uh, I'll start watching. It. I didn't know it was out. Anything else off road? That's it. That'll wrap it up for your what you've been watching. All right, that'll pretty much do it for. Uh, Tony's Take Entertainment, episode 129. Spooky stuff going on in here. Yeah. I was not even touching it. That was a loud sound, too. <laughs> it was, the microphone. It the was, microphone fell. It was also like, not only that, it wasn't Creep. like it kind of fell. It was like an aggressive, like, it, like threw down. Yeah, we got to get out of this room. Like a yeah, old that's door. what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like, it'd be one thing if I was like, oh, shit, but it was like, I just kicking it. Well. Uh, I can't speak for everyone in this room, but I can say this has been Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road, Boo, Andy. You did have me. And Tony, don't go in the bathroom, cats. Yeah, don't. For all the other ghosts in this room, uh, we all say goodbye. Make sure you hit that subscribe, share with a friend, and we'll see you later.